You're listening to the Rainbow Flip-On Musical Explosion! Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host DJ CZG123 in the place to be and thank you for listening to me. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, you can find this radio show on most major podcast platforms as well. Please visit czg123.blogspot.com. czg123.blogspot.com it has a, an embedded radio player with all the episodes there as well as articles I've drummed up with regards to different aspects of music. And you can also always call... What's the number? What's the number? What's the number everyone wants to know? <laughs> I'm sorry, I always forget this number. Oh my god, oh my god, what's the number? The number to call is 213-839-9830. 213-839-9830. Feel free to call, leave messages, uh, requests... And I'll more often than not play them just because I have access to every song ever made since 8 BC. So, uh, again, I thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you have already subscribed and you're already following. Share this program with your friends. Now on today's Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion, lots of fantastic tunes are coming your way. And uh, I was really happy to, uh, I mean, this is nothing new, but you know, studies are really showing now more than ever how much music is helping. Uh, our mental capacities, making us feel better, uh, able to recall memories associated with those times. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Oliver Sacks, um, yeah, if, from the mo- if you remember the movie Awakenings, he's also written uh, extensive mem- a bunch of memoirs, and one of them, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for His Hat. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases where you have patients who are in a catatonic state, or perhaps uh, um, a patient is elderly, yeah, and, and they suffer from Alzheimer's or dementia, he found, and others have found, that uh, when you play music, you awaken the parts of their brain which have been dormant for so long that the same, you know, w- without having any ailments, those who enjoy listening to music and do get those throwbacks to a time and memories and things like this, it awakens all that in folks who are in a catatonic state or elderly. Uh, as well, it's really, really helpful for those suffering from any sort of pain, be it mental pain or physical. Uh, studies are finding that out. Uh, I want to thank my uh, lady for pointing that out to me and showing me some things. And also, uh, I've just always been fascinated by the way uh, the therapeutic properties, rather, of of music. I, I just find so interesting. And now more than ever, I feel music is so important, and it's really going to uh, help heal anyone and everyone affected by all this craziness that's happening around not only our country, uh, the United States of America, but around the world. Um, not saying that music can bring peace to the Middle East. All I'm saying is music can help us um, mentally and help uh, decrease our depression um, for those that are affected by everything going on from afar. Um, so, yeah, I would suggest uh, anyone listening, instead of just hopping on social media and you know, getting upset and reading all this crazy stuff and people always arguing and stuff. Just kind of try, it's helping me, just kind of stay away from social media for a bit, 
uh, you know, just spend as much, uh, as little time as possible away from those and, and focus more on listening to music and reading and, and watching movies, you know, something to, to, to just get your endorphins going and decreasing the amount of depression that I'm sure many, such as myself, are experiencing and in, in seeing everything unfold around the world. So there it is. And uh, I'm doing my best here to uh, try and help. So let's get into it. We're going to dive right into a Rainbow Flipper musical explosion right now after a quick word from some of our sponsors. When I joined Halliburton, I knew I was going to work on some big things. We put out a few fires at work. Once ran into a small challenge of getting some supplies to our troops. We built bridges, schools all over the world. But the biggest thing? Serving our troops good old American food. Right feel just a little closer to home. Yeah. Halliburton. Proud to serve our troops. I've tried fad diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo. Until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy. And there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control. Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS. Clue. Anyway, it wouldn't ring true. 
you If not for you If not for you If not for you We have come by way of the stars By way of the Nile evermore We have come Speaking the tongue of the pharaohs Descending from such We have For justice People try to front and call us prejudice I know they know the truth They call us battlers The great warriors Systematic radicals Who put their hand in the candy dish To pull a mint Government Taste the thieves' descent I heard you were a prankster Ultimate gangster Daytime shooter Nighttime shankster The phone tapper Just a little dapper So you think My color's blacker than it's pink Descending from pharaohs Who travel the narrows And all of that are such See me at the crossroad Pimp strut I'm quite illogical But never been a savage Gene scientific But I never have to map it I'm harder than the diamond That the eater might steal I'm never mythical Divinity is real Mind stays still Ever stable to the end Nations begin Black watch will defend So now you raise the flag Of the blood race earth Freedom or death And death unto birth We carry on Crossroad walker, great vine swinger of the pyramid stalker, making God music in sync with the universe. So here we go again, another brother verse, back into time on the banks of Nile, writing on papyrus, reading the dial, looking to the sky from the city beyond, counting to the nine, cause the mission is on. So not a lying connection, retrieves degrees, star never dimming, third eye ever sees, beyond dimension, beyond the soul, the label of your car inscribed on a scroll. So what you gonna do but ride to the scale? On your knees to the east, all hail the grand creator, the host and children. How could you think to conquer his dominion and exist? Coming from abyss, we are this. See the black fist take a kiss. And from your earthly dwelling, you're dismissed. So can you dig it? Now with the key, back into the swing of reality. Divine principality, formalities are none. Son of a gun, I'm brother one, I am son. Enough. And genetics, anti-Semitic, ridiculous, chill. How you gonna copycat the pyramids fill when a nation wears colors in respect of the build? Coming through the gap in the mountain on an elephant. The world just shiver, I'm the earthquake president. Walk the path and my steps remain. Back to the den, grab a hole of the mane, a leg bar. Meet me at the road, a following soul, young to the old. Walking in the path of the pure is not as easy as they contemplate, but I obligate to demonstrate without struggle, no peace, and surely no state of mind. And what kind of nation will become? Daughters and sons of what is, we have come. We continue. Temu, Alegba, Osiris, Isis, Abraham, Solomon, Mohammed, is protected by the red, the black, and the green with the key. I was sitting by the river 
with my warrior's gun. A bunch of cave boys try to house my drum. I never bust a sweat because it's not at all tragic. Voodoo, running for my magic. I came across the sand on my faith alone. Eating cooked meat while you gnawed the bone. Sitting by the fire while you're frozen cave. A bunch of silly thieves with the nerve to say you're brave. I think you're cowards. Fighting systematically and chemically conniving. Said you never liked us, but it seems you're always trying. Try to say we're dumb, but it seems you're always thriving. From the science, so now I bear you. Sit, heed the words, and raise the flag to prepare you. For the coming of the ones that never fear you. Don't you know a brother like myself will only dare you to act foolish? We have come. Child of the sandbox, follow through the drum. We have come from with the mathematics sum. Now you want to ask what's the dumb diddy dumb? For X. Shalom. 1990, the tribal weapon. You're caught inside a rainbow flipper musical explosion. When I start making love, I don't just make love, I be stroking. That's what I be doing. <laughs> I be stroking. I stroke it to the east, and I stroke it to the west. I stroke it to the woman that I love the best.
start making love to my woman, I don't stop until I know she's satisfied. And I can always tell when she gets satisfied. Because when she gets satisfied, she start calling my name. She said, Clans Carter, Clans Carter, Clans Carter, Clans Carter. Ooh, shit, Clans Carter. The other night, I was stroking my woman. And it got so good to her. You know what she told me? Let me tell you what she told me. She said, Stroke it, Clans Carter. But don't stroke so fast. If my stuff ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my...
Yo, that was April 29th, 1992, parentheses, Miami, a song performed and written by Sublime. Uh, predominantly, I guess that was uh, Bradley Knoll, uh, who really wrote and sings the song, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, April 29th, 1992, a song from uh, Sublime's album, self-titled Sublime, uh, which came out, uh, this song, uh, in 1996. And it uh, makes, uh, of course, it's all about the uh, Los Angeles riots of 1992, uh, which occurred on the heels of the Rodney King uh, uh, beating, caught on videotape, the trial of the officers who were all acquitted, and then there uh, were riots. And, you know, according to Sublime, rightfully so, there was a need for these riots. you know, it's it's a, it's a really heavy song. Lots of unpack there, really. You know, a lot of folks say, and I happen to believe it, too, that the Rodney King video was actually one of the first videos to go viral, like before YouTube, before any social media or online platforms. It was just viral. It's just how it was. Uh, it was seen everywhere. And, uh, of course... Uh, launched these crazy riots. Uh, What's interesting to note is that on the album, uh, he sings uh, April 26th, uh, but the song is called April 29th. But they kept that take in, even though it was said by mistake, uh, because it was such a strong take vocally that they were like, whatever, keeping the mistake. It doesn't matter, like, that was so good, like, just keep that in. So interesting to note, right at the top, April 29th, 1992, but he sings it as April 26th, 1992. And then uh, there's been a lot of talk about the actual lyrics inside of the song, uh, which alludes to them uh, being band members of Sublime, including Bradley himself, uh, partaking in the riots. Uh, So, you know, I... I think that's accurate. I think from what I understand, like that is true. Like Sublime members, Sublime basically were involved in the LA riots. And uh, they say uh, the lyrics, these lyrics justified their behavior and their actions. They said it was for the black man. They said it was for the Mexican, not for the white man. But if you look at the street, it wasn't a thing. It's this fucked up situation and these fucked up police. It's about coming up and staying on top and screaming 187 on a motherfucking cop. Uh, 187 is a <clears throat> term, uh, California penal code, uh, meaning murder. So, you know, over the cop radios, when they're like, we have a 187 on ba ba da ba ba, that's a murder. So, yeah, really wild, intense song. Uh, I love it because it also has samples in there. Yeah, you hear like KRS One, you hear Slick Rick. So, I just love that song. I think it's so, that song is just so solid. And then before that, speaking of solid, <laughs> we heard Strokin' by Clarence Carter. Now, Strokin' is just a hilarious song. Uh, and it was a huge hit for him. Uh, he had a few really big uh, 
uh, key hits in his career. Uh, and he's still around. Clarence Carter, uh, born in Montgomery, Alabama, God bless him, is 87 years old. And so some of his big hits include Slip Away, Patches. One of my favorite songs, Patches, came out in 1970. What's interesting is that Strokin came out, <laughs> came out in 1986. So, uh, you know, Clarence Carter, man, just getting it on. And you know what? Dude's blind. That's right, Clarence Carter is blind. And uh, he went to schools for the blind growing up. And uh, he actually graduated from the Alabama State University with a Bachelor of Science degree in music. So, you know, the guy really was, uh, sorry, is a very talented musician. <clears throat> I guess I keep saying, I talk about, I keep slipping into referring to Clarence Carter in the past tense because I haven't, we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, but he's still around, so it's my bad. Sorry about that. But he, uh, he came up with um, a good pal of his, Calvin Scott, and together, the both of them were signed to the Fairlane label, and they put out some songs together, uh, then they went to Duke Records, and they really started becoming popular, and uh, they played a lot of clubs throughout Alabama, and then eventually Clarence Carter would branch out and uh, have his own successful solo career as... Some uh, duos tend to do, you know. Uh, I think, uh, instantly I think it's uh, of George Carlin, who started off uh, as part of a comedy team, branches off, does his own thing, Clarence Carter, same thing. Uh, and wow, you know, uh, they say in a lot of ways that disco uh, kind of killed his career, which is really weird and interesting. I don't know why... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disco would keep him from making amazing music. Anyways, I just, that song just cracks me up. And there's actually a music video for that song, Stroken. And it's so crazy. So definitely look that up. Look up the music video for Clarence Carter's Stroken. Clarence Carter, amazing. Uh, and not really spoken enough about. But he, he's got to get more into the conversation of amazing music and talented artists and uh i'll play more of him in the future patches is just you guys gotta hear patches if you haven't already and then before that you heard the x clan with tribal jam now x clan is uh, a group from brooklyn uh they had the grand verbalizer funkin lesson brother jay professor x of course Paradise the Architect, Sugar Shaft, the rhyme, uh, rather the rhythm provider. Now, you know, what's sad is that Professor X has passed away and Sugar Shaft has passed away. And um, they put out four albums while they were uh, a band. And um, that album, or rather that song, <clears throat> Tribal Jam, I believe, is from their first album, To the East Blackwards, which came out in 1990. It actually reached the R&B hip-hop charts uh, at number 11. So they were really quite popular and, uh, you know, their Afrocentric uh, pride um, is just felt throughout all their music. And uh, it's, it's really empowering, their music. And I feel they're the springboard for so many other acts uh, that recognized uh, their heritage and their ancestors. Uh, so, to me, uh, one of the more important hip-hop groups out there, uh, X-Clan. Tribal Jam. And then setting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, we heard from Bob Dylan, If Not For You. Now, most folks out there are more familiar with the George Harrison version 
of that song, if not for you. However, it, Bob Dylan wrote it. Bob Dylan wrote that song, and he recorded it and released it in 1970. But then George Harrison also released his version in 1970. And this song, believe it or not, has been covered by so many artists, from Richie Havens to Olivia Newton-John. Uh, it's a beautiful song, and of course Bob Dylan wrote it. I mean, just Bob Dylan's just, come on, legend. Uh, I'm blessed to say I've, I've seen him play live. Holy cow. Uh, saw him with my uh, brother Don, and we were just, uh, you know, legend, legend, stuff of legends. So if not for you, uh, both versions of that song are great, uh, I have to say. I mean, there are many different versions. I'm talking specifically of the George Harrison and Bob Dylan versions. Uh, I, the George Harrison version is just so beautiful, and I only knew that version. Uh, I didn't, I thought George, I thought George Harrison wrote that song actually. In fact, I thought that that was a George Harrison song that may have been passed on by the rest of the Beatles. You know, I believe he's only, uh, the Beatles only have, I think he only wrote 21 songs or 23, maybe 21 for the Beatles. During the entire Beatles career, 21 of those, of their songs were written by George Harrison. Uh, so I thought that perhaps this was one of his songs and then for whatever reason they just never got around to recording it. But no, uh, it's Bob Dylan. And of course Bob Dylan and George Harrison, good pals, and in fact they had played that song live together. So it was like a thing. And so thus begins the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion program. I am DJ CZG123. That was our first major explosion. Uh, hope you're enjoying it. Uh, here comes some more explosions your way. Please don't forget to visit czg123.blogspot.com and don't go anywhere. And if you do, just hit pause and then come back and hit play and, you know, tell your friends, I, I, you got to listen to the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. This guy just played X-Clan. You know, this guy just went from... Bob Dylan to the X-Clan, to Clarence Carter, to Sublime. I mean, you got to listen to this show. Ah, come on, who else is doing this? Give me a break, please. You know, come on, subscribe already. Then tell people. <laughs> New episodes of this Rainbow Flipper musical explosion can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday. That's right, every TNT. You can listen to DJ CZG123 and The Place to Be. That's me. And this is my Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosions show. TNT, Tuesdays and Thursdays. What's that you say? You would like, you would like another Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion? <laughs> I think that can be arranged. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
trapped inside a rainbow flipper musical explosion. Every evening, when all my days work is I call my baby and let's go watch her with you. I met some movies, but she don't seem to be dead. And then she asked me, why don't I come to her flat and have some supper? And let the evening pass by, I'm taking records. Besides a groovy high five, I say, yeah, yeah. And that's what I say, I say, yeah, yeah. My baby loves me, she gets me feeling so fine. She loves me, she makes me know that she's mine. And when she kisses, I feel the fire get hot, she never misses She gives it all that she's got And when she asks me if everything is okay I got my answer The only thing I can say I say yeah, yeah That's what I say I say yeah, yeah We'll play a melody And turn the lights down All sort of knock and see We gotta do that We gotta do that We gotta do that We gotta do that And there'll be no one else alive in It's hard to tell you because I'm trembling so. But pretty baby, I want you off on my own. I'm ready to leave those others alone. No need to ask me if everything is okay. I got my answer. The only thing I can say, I say yeah yeah. That's what I say. I say yeah yeah. That's what I say. Yeah yeah. Yes, the groovy hi-fi. Ha, yeah, yeah. That was Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames with their hit single, Yeah, Yeah, which came out uh, December 1964, knocking the Beatles off the number one spot from the UK singles chart in 1965. Uh, I Feel Fine by the Beatles had been number one for five weeks and then was knocked out by this track, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the song Yeah, Yeah was originally written as a Latin soul tune instrumental uh, written by Rogers Grant and Pat Patrick, who also recorded it, or it was rather first recorded by uh, Amango Santa Maria on his 1963 album Watermelon Man. Um, and then the lyrics uh, came about after the fact, uh, written by John Hendricks. And um, John Hendricks was part of a group known as Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. So then, yeah, Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames, they did their version, blew up. Uh, it's interesting to note 
that in the United States uh, when the single uh, came out, that saxophone solo was omitted. So for whatever reason in the United States, they were like, we don't want that sax solo, and they took it out. But as you just heard, that I mean, that sax solo is so cool. It's great. I don't, I, it's so weird that they uh, took that out, if you ask me. Uh, great tune, Georgie Fame and the Blue Flames. And before that, you heard DJ Quicksilver, uh, AKA Watergate, uh, when he produced this track known as uh, Heart of Asia. Uh, Heart of Asia was a huge uh, trance hit uh, for DJ Quicksilver. DJ Quicksilver is also really Orhan Terzi, uh, who is now 59 years old, and he was born in Turkey. Uh, and yeah, yeah, later his family uh, would move to Germany. And um, yeah, he was a big producer, uh, put out a lot of uh, international um trance and uh dance uh tracks and worked with with worked with a lot of different folks uh and and different artists um and i believe that song that we heard heart of asia came out oh uh, i want to say in the late 90s perhaps late 90s uh but yeah dj quicksilver very big uh, during that time and he still spins and does his thing uh, so he is out there heart of Asia before that you heard okay Cantano Veloso and uh, a pal of his that he uh, plays often with um, Chico Barak Barak and that was their song Oh Queres now uh What's interesting is that uh, Catano Velasco uh, is 81 years old, born in Brazil. Um, he has won uh, nine Latin Grammy Awards and two Grammy Awards. And in 2012, he was honored as the Latin Recording Academy Person of the Year. Uh, born one of seven children, uh, he was just always a smarty when it came to music and pretty much all else, very interested in literature growing up, uh, but was drawn to Brazilian music. And soon he would find himself playing with Gilberto, uh, Gilberto, sorry, Gilberto, <laughs> Gilberto, I'm just gonna keep trying to say his name. Gilberto Gil, sorry. <laughs> he teamed up with Gilberto Gil. And then also what's interesting to note is that, you know, um, he found most of his fame during the height of um, sort of what they called like tropical psychedelic music. Uh, th this big wave of, you had like Os Mutantes, Gilberto Gil, Gal Costa, a bunch of different uh, groups, uh, which, uh, you know, it's, it's Brazilian pop, it's Brazilian rock, basically, experimental music. And he uh, was, um, jailed um, along with Gill back in 1969 for doing a parody of the Brazilian National Anthem live. And without a trial, uh, they just sort of were uh, locked up, I believe, for... Uh, they were Okay, so they were locked up under house arrest for four months 
but then they were both released on the condition that they leave the country. And so for the next few years, they were in exile and they were not allowed uh, to, to live and, and create music uh, in Brazil. So uh, he, he's actually a very important songwriter. Um, a lot of folks uh, say that he's just as prolific, if not more so, than, say, Bob Dylan. Um, a lot of people... Um, have been influenced by his music. Um, earlier this year, Rolling Stone magazine ranked him as number 108 on its list of 200 greatest singers of all time. You know, again, lists Schmitz, you know what I mean? But it is interesting to note that uh, they gave him uh, number 108 on that list. And um, last year, he came out uh, as bisexual. Uh, and he did so on his 80th birthday. So that is pretty cool. Uh, man, you gotta check out his discography. It's just incredible. The, the amount of music that this guy pumped out is just really, really amazing. So very interesting life. Uh, that, again, Catano Velasso and um, uh, he, uh, playing with Chico Barak. And Chico Barak is also from Brazil, uh, specifically Rio de Janeiro, and he is 79 years old right now. Uh, grew up as a painter, uh, very, uh, it came from like a very highfalutin intellectual family and uh, chose to focus on music. And um, yeah, uh, he also had his issues with the Brazilian uh, government. Uh, and yeah, that was her song. I think it's extraordinary. It's performed live. Not too sure of the year, not too sure of the venue, but uh, that was live. Oh, Keres. And then starting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion was a band known as Bittersweet Alley, or BSA, um, from uh, Detroit. They're from Detroit. Uh, my pal Jason uh, got me privy to them. Uh, it's actually uh, the head, or... I can't, well, the head, uh, yeah, I guess you could say that he's, he's the head, but anyways, Richard Christian Nelson, I, I guess he is, yeah, he, uh, I say he's the head because he was the leader of that group, let's face it, of Bittersweet Alley and the Purple Gang, uh, he also played with a few bands in the Carolinas, uh, specifically Trophy Husbands and the Casual Zealots. And um, then he branched off and started his own group. I mean, those were his groups, but uh, his own group by name, the Rich Nelson Band. Uh, and that's recently, as far back as 2018, when he formed the Rich Nelson Band. Now, by trade, Richard Christian Nelson, um, who's around 61 years old now, is uh, actually uh, an artist. Uh, visual artist um, born in North Carolina uh, and I guess went migrated to Detroit and he's won a ton of awards and honors and he's mostly known for his landscapes and still life paintings and um, just an, an extremely uh, important artist really and one that may have flown under your radar other people's radars he certainly flew under my radar um, but the Portrait Society of America has recognized Nelson's work uh, by rewarding him with 14 awards, 
so he's, man, I, he really just has a lot of accomplishments under his belt. And what's funny is it, it, deep buried underneath his life as this visual artist is this whole other side of Richard Nelson uh, being uh, a, a, a rock star pretty much in the 80s. Uh, for Bittersweet Alley and the Purple Gang and these uh, trophy husbands and such. So, um, very cool song. That was their uh, that was their big hit, Time to Move. So yeah, very cool. Thanks again, Brother Jason, for turning me on to uh, the Bittersweet Alley. You're listening to the Ramble Flipper Musical Explosion. I am your host, DJ CZG123 in the place to be. Please check out czg123.blogspot.com. And um, I'm just trying to figure out what to binge next. Uh, you know, it's just so confusing, right? We're just so, we're inundated with so much content right now, despite the fact that there's still a SAG strike. There's still a Screen Actors Guild strike. It's been going on for four months, which is really wild. Um, and I, I don't know, to have these, I guess the streamer channels or whatever, they, I guess, have been sitting on stuff or it's been edited and they've been holding on to it and now they're releasing it. But it, it seems that even though there's this strike, there's still a bunch of original content shows and movies that are that are, that are are being presented and show, I'm just blown away. So I don't know what to watch. And like these lists and cues and you make a live wanna see this and you add it to fit, but it's like, I never really go to the list. Like I have the list is just for me to look at and be like, oh yeah, I do want to see that. Oh yeah, I remember I put that on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but then like you never like it's rare that I uh, actually find myself going to my list and be like, oh now I'm gonna watch this. I mean I should, right? I should be doing that because then it just makes no sense to put it on my list if I'm not gonna watch what's on my list. But then whatever you have on your list, you don't even get to your list because like what pops up are like all these new things and like new releases and check this out and this is something you've never seen before and you'll like this. If you watch this, you're gonna enjoy this. And then what's really annoying, I have to say this totally gets on my nerves. Uh, Netflix is one of them. I think there are a couple of others, but it's really Netflix. Uh, YouTube started doing this as well when you float your cursor or whatever over or you select the video, you highlight the video, uh, they start just showing you the the movie, a, a, like a clip from the movie or a trailer. But all you're doing is just like, click, you just wanna like read the synopsis. But then boom, they're just, you know, you select, you, you put the cursor on, the, on this TV show and then instantly there's a scene from the show. And it's so jarring, cause it's like, I, I hate, I'm just trying to figure out what this show is. I don't know if I necessarily need to see a scene from it now. Yeah, like maybe let me read about it and, and, and look at who's in it and maybe I'll watch it. But you don't have to, and then it's just, it's just distracting. Like you're, you're kind of breaking my concentration from trying to figure out what to watch. So I think they think it's helpful, but it's actually not. It's just like, stop, let me see the title. Let me see what the poster looks like and all these other things. Posters, I mean, look, there are no more liner notes, right? And there aren't really any more movie posters unless the movie's actually a theatrical release. I mean, it's just, it's such a crazy time. And then when it comes to music and all these things like that, it gets tough because it's like, I'm still, I'm still discovering old stuff and tunes today that I'm not familiar with and bands like I don't I don't know so it's hard to 
there's just so much to keep up with. And the same goes for like movies and comedy and watching all these things and books, like all these books are coming out and wow, wow. I mean, it's a, hey, it's a good time to create, but you know, sometimes, you know, you, you throw a bunch of uh, thumbtacks on the floor and you don't know which one to hang up the note with on your cork board. You are listening to the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. I better get back into another Rainbow Flipper musical explosion right now before I start losing more of my marbles. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Suburban Mall for a price. They can also be purchased here at Hatch Galore for less. That's Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. We're your favorite fine hat store. Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. We've got hats and so much more. Hatch Galore, Hatch Galore. Come on in. We're right next door. Hats galore, hats galore. We got hats and this and that. Hats galore. 10061 Gratiot in Detroit. Call 
distance It seems like life is hell Dreams the only way of escaping To worlds that's beyond imagination I know a place I can take you there Through elevation Where I come from, young ones pump tongues for lump sums, busting guns, trust none, become sun. Crews fell from loose shells that propel where I'm dwelling. Niggas jail telling what you selling. My nigga tone just came home, winning for five. The system tried to give him five more for getting high. Fly Stacy, daddy's little lady bucks crazily. Baby after baby lost her shape as of lately. Used to spend the quiet nights home Now she likes to roam Feeling quite grown Caught in life cyclone I was taught by the wise Applied and knowledge passed To advance Learn the science of life And earn a master's Trapped in the havoc I'm forced to go the whole Although it might spell a jail cell And no parole I fight with the force of Steve Austin Until my arms can No longer hold off the coffin In this ghetto heaven God bless the children Who shatter dreams of orphaning Hard to mend we don't believe in heaven, we living in hell Trying to escape a fate sealed in the bombshell Feeling like Huey Newton with panther plots But high-tech surveillance got my moves on watch So I drop jewels, use the music to educate Can't celebrate, till we elevate Tired of trials and tribulations It seems like life was hell Dreams the only way of escaping To worlds that's beyond imagination I know a place I can take you there Through elevation I told them no, no, it's your family and shan. Bam, bam, hey yo. Bam, 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 bam,
and six I not see right the Christmas lyrics When you hear them you sound like Christy Biscuits You come in at the place and we say well well slick Hey bam bam, hey yo song amazing came out in 1982 it's a jamaican dancehall song very popular extremely famous sung by sister nancy now the chorus is inspired by a 1966 song with the same name bam bam which was recorded by the maytals and byron lee and the dragonairs um and it's oh man i mean it's just such a great song, and it's it's been uh, sampled. And uh, the phrase itself, "bomb bomb," was introduced into the music scene in 1966 by Toots and the Maytals. Now, now what what's so screwed up here is that for 32 years, Sister Nancy did not receive a penny, not one royalty for this song. Okay, very nuts. So in 2014, Sister Nancy's daughter is watching television and noticed that her mom's song is being used in a Reebok ad. And they never asked for permission. They just took the song, okay? And as I said at the top of uh, the description of the song and the information on the song, it's, it's such a popular song. It's been sampled so many times and she never received a dime, okay? So uh, her daughter decided to lawyer up uh, sought some legal advice and then um, while she was unable to get all the compensation for the 32 years of no royalties uh, she did get some compensation uh, going back to the last 10 years and then eventually 50% of the rights to the song Bam Bam Oh, man, it's just so crazy. And then the following year after since uh, Sister Nancy's daughter goes ahead and gets the legal advice and finally gets uh, some money for her mom's work uh, in 2015, the song went to the top of the iTunes reggae chart. Um, so 
uh, I guess good timing. So then they, they could get paid for that, at least, hopefully. And prior to that, you heard Inspected Deck. Inspected Deck, um, what was the name of that song that I played by Inspected Deck? Elevation, okay? Elevation is uh, a song from his first album, uh, Uncontrolled Substance, which came out in 1999. And it wouldn't be until 2003 that he put out another solo album called The Movement. Uh, as you know, he's a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, or maybe you didn't know, but he is a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and then, uh, you know, the Inspector Deck is just amazing. He's worked with so many people. And then, uh, I guess post-Wu-Tang, uh, uh, formed Zarface with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Esoteric, um... And uh, they've been very successful, and they've featured MF Doom and uh, some other great artists like Ghostface Killer. So what's interesting here is that uh, Uncontrolled Substance was supposed to come out in 1995 uh, off on Loud Records, uh, but it, it, there was such a delay in the release, and it kept getting pushed back. Uh, eventually, Loud was bought by Sony, so that was one reason for the delay. Another reason was RZA's basement, where he produced and had like his home studio and made all of his beats, uh, it flooded. So that was yet another uh, facet of the delay. And, uh, you know, this the album, uh, you know, came after the initial explosion and success of the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, I mean, he it's... Man, I mean, when Wu-Tang Clan hit, hit the uh, scene, uh, especially with Protect Your Neck and Cream, forget it. I mean, the whole... If you ask me, the whole hip-hop uh, genre really changed with Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, pivotal moment in hip-hop and in music when Wu-Tang hit the scene. And, um, you know, he would, uh, as part of Wu-Tang, he was really um, a, a big member of Wu-Tang and would appear on solo records from different members. Uh, you know, he would be on Raekwon's album. He would be on Jizz's album, Ghostface's album. And so, yeah, then when he tries to go on his own with Uncontrolled Substance and I'm going to do my own solo album too, uh, bam, lots of delays and whatnot and it's interesting to note that uncontrolled substance uh he uh signed a deal for uh six hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that album which is interesting to note uh and then before that setting everything off in that rainbow flipper musical explosion you heard raining blood by slayer uh <laughs> that comes from slayer's 1986 album called rain in blood Rain, R-E-I-G-N, but the song Raining Blood, which I played, is R-A-I-N-I-N-G, like get out your umbrellas because it's raining blood. And uh, wow, Slayer is just incredible. Their drummer, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but that that dude plays like a, a, a double bass drum pedal thing. He has like two bass drums. He's crazy. I saw him play live with Phantomus, I think it's Phantomus, and then he joined Mr. Bungle for a bit. 
Phantomus was a side project of Mike Patton's from Faith No More and had some dudes in there like I think even Buzz Osborne might have been part of that if I stand correct. Um, Phantomus and Slayer. Uh, but yeah, Raining Blood is just such a, I really like that song. It's very dark and crazy and, um, great riff in there. Um, man, very cool. You know, what's interesting is that, I don't know if you, you probably did notice in listening. There's, it's 33 seconds of rain sounds in the, (laughs) to start the song. 33 seconds, right? Uh, so the song in total is about four minutes and change, right? But the first 33 seconds is rain. And it kind of reminds me when we did the who's better, the doors or the who, the who are the doors, when um, Rain On Me by The Who, I feel like there's also a long intro of rain sounds. Uh, just throwing it out there. But wow, yeah, Raining Blood, man, Slayer. Uh, that, you know, it's, it's funny. That's actually, uh, Slayer was signed to Def Jam, uh, when that album came out, Rain and Blood. Uh, so, uh, and the other thing that's interesting to know is Rick Rubin, who we usually, usually associate with, uh, BC Boys, working with Eminem, Red Hot Chili Peppers, he produced this album, uh, by Slayer. So I thought that was uh, really interesting to know and and pretty cool. Uh, You're not going to believe this. Here's another little tidbit. But Tori Amos covered (laughs) covered Raining Blood um, on her album, Strange Little Girls. She's also covered... um, Did she cover uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit? Yeah, I think she did. So, you know, Tori Amos, man, she she likes to get down. So I think it's (laughs) really something... That she covered Slayer. This is the Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. I am DJ CZG123 in the place to be. Please visit CZG123.blogspot.com. Check out the articles I have on there regarding uh, different aspects of music. And you can always call 213-839-9830. Leave a message. Leave any requests you may have. Uh, Coming up, another Rainbow Flipper Musical Explosion. On this episode, I'm not doing the segments known as who's better the who or the doors the doors or the who just so i can continue playing all this music and not have to worry about uh figuring out who's better so but i'll i'll (laughs) i'll I'll come back to it uh on the next episode i'm i'm sure and uh as well i have other uh segments for uh why music where i interview those i love people i know um, about their musical tastes and what has inspired them, uh, inspired them to, to enjoy music. And I ask uh, my subjects to pick three songs and then we discuss them and why they chose those songs. So soon we'll be having more of those interviews coming up. Uh, but for right now, yeah, you better believe it. Strap on that parachute, get ready to dive out right out of that airplane, just start flying, flying through the air, because here comes another Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. Y'all better get ready, put on your helmets, and here we go. Come on, strap in, strap out, and tune in, drop out, and here we go. One, two, three, don't you, don't you look at me that way. Here we go. You dreamed about it. It's been carefully planned. And here is the most important day of your life.
you. The Grand Prospect Hall, 
This is the Rainbow Clipper Musical Explosion!
Sixteen Candles, you might remember that song I just played from Sixteen Candles. It's in the it's from the final scene of that movie where um, Samantha and Jake are finally alone on her birthday on the dining room table, sitting cross applesauce crisscross. Um, on the table, staring at one another with a birth cake, birthday cake with a candle in between them. Such a great scene. Such a great song to use right there. Uh, that is If You Were Here by the Thompson Twins. Now, the Thompson Twins uh, come from the UK. Very big in the uh, new wave scene. And this uh, song, If You Were Here, comes from their 1983 album, Quick Step and Sidekick. And that was their, uh, this is rather, uh, Quick Step and Sidekick is their third studio album. And they were on Arista Records. Uh, they were really huge. Uh, they're probably most known for uh, their song, Lies. Uh, they also did the song, Love on Your Side. Uh, they have a, a bunch of really big hits, actually. Um, I The song, La, uh, Lies, is, is really cool. Um, anyways very cool they definitely need to be mentioned in the whole conversation about new wave music because um, they were right they were right there uh, when it happened <laughs> when it was going on so yeah great song if you were here brings back fond memories of that movie uh, John Hughes 16 candles before that you heard the whatnots and I'm spelling that W-H-A-T-N-A-U-T-S, The Whatnots, a soul group from Baltimore, uh, which was founded in 1969. George Kerr would be their producer, and they would come out with huge hits, including Please Make the Love Go Away, which you heard in this Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. And, um, yeah, I, I don't... You know, for some reason, I don't. I have the feeling that they're pretty underrated. Like, not. I don't hear a lot of people discuss this band, but they are pretty amazing. 
um, the Whatnots. They were on A&I Records and then Stang, uh, and then uh, eventually I think Parliament International. Uh, great, great band. Billy Herndon, Garrett Jones, and Jared Chunky uh, Pinkney. <laughs> and they have three albums out there. Uh, and what's really cool is that the three albums are uh, in are year after. So it's 1970, 1971, 1972 that their three albums came out. So I think that's really cool. And uh, a bunch of singles came out, and they did extremely well. Uh, and they made uh, some charts. You know, they made some charts. They busted through uh, on some charts. But were never really as huge as they could have and should have been. Before that, you heard Booker T and the MGs. Now, you know, I love Booker T and the MGs. Who doesn't? They're incredible. They're just so goddamn talented and they've been around forever. I believe they formed, man, I wanna say they started in 1967, but no, I think it was, it was 1962. 1962 they formed, and uh, they were the house band of Stax Records. They basically were backup, they were the backup band for an incredible artists from Wilson Pickett to Otis Redding. You know, I, I, and I, what blows my mind is <laughs> the guitar player, Steve Cropper, who's just incredible in his own right. Uh, you may have seen him in uh, the Blues Brothers. He was part of the Blues Brothers band. Well, Booker T and the MGs, Booker T and the MGs actually were pretty much the Blues Brothers band. Uh, but Steve Cropper was 20 years old, you know, in the summer of 62 when he joined and he formed this band uh, with uh, Booker T. Jones, who was 17 years old and playing the keyboards. And you have bassist Louis Steinberg and Al Jackson Jr. on the drums. And uh, boy, oh boy, they're from Memphis, Tennessee. Just so soulful, man. Donald Duck Dunn, Bobby Manuel, uh, Steve Jordan. These guys are incredible. They're just such geniuses and st brilliant studio musicians. And then it's just so cool that they go from backing artists to just becoming their own band and making a name for themselves. Um, and of course, their huge album, which is incredible, is Green Onions. Um, so... They've, they've had songs that have reached the Billboard charts. Uh, their songs have been in tons of movies, tons of trailers for movies. Um, I believe one of the first times that they were in a film might have been American Graffiti, if I stand correct. Not too sure. But they, the band's career really goes on and on and on. They just put out so much music and they worked with so many other, with so many people, it's crazy. And so what's interesting is that like in, so in the late 60s, uh, Don and Jones uh, really loved the Beatles, uh, uh, especially Abbey Road. And the Beatles loved Booker T and the MGs. And John Lennon had said that he was a huge Stax fan. And um, Paul McCartney, uh, played bass like Don, and they just, you know, what's interesting is the Beatles uh, at one point had even thought about recording Revolver as Stax. Uh, 
which is really interesting. But then they 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 actually couldn't do it because word got out, it was leaked that the Beatles would be at the studio recording Revolver, and the studio was just swarmed with Beatles fans for like days and nights. Fans camped out, and they they were just like, we can't even get in the studio. Like we can't even go in there and record. So that's a shame. But it's really interesting because um, just the admiration that the Beatles had for uh, Booker T and the MGs and vice versa. It's just like, you know, I love that stuff. I just think it's so cool. And, uh, yeah, you know, you flash forward uh, 10 years later or so, and Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi are just huge Sax fans and huge fans of Booker T and the MGs, and they... uh, yeah, they were able to join forces and work together. They did the movie. They recorded albums. And uh, in 1992, Booker T and the MGs were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that song was titled Time is Tight. Time is Tight. And then setting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion was the beautiful pop song, I Love Your Smile. What a great song that is. Came out in 1991 by uh, Shanice. And that comes from her second studio album, Inner Child, 1991. Interesting to note that the saxophone solo is played by Branford Marsalis. And the laughter that you hear on the song comes from Janet Jackson. <laughs> Which is just so funny to me. I just think that's so funny. Like, Branford Marsalis and Janet Jackson were hanging out in the studio. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do my sax solo. And Janet Jackson's, like, laughing. And they're like, oh, that's great. Do that laugh again. We'll put it on the track. And then I Love Your Smile reached the Billboard Hot 100 uh, at number two in 1992. And it was on the top of the Billboard Hot R&B hip-hop singles and tracks for four weeks uh, from the end of 1991 into the beginning of 1992. A a, a huge, I mean, it even reached number two on the UK singles chart. Uh, That song is just so, so big. Uh, And as a little bit of trivia, Shanice performed that song as Jay Leno's first musical guest when he took over The Tonight Show uh, in 1992. So I think that's uh, a good, uh, fun little bit of trivia there for you. Uh, I Love Your Smile, uh, just such a great song. Great song, just makes you so happy, you know. Um, And her smile, her smile, (laughs) and her smile is great. No, but her voice is great. It's just, it's it's a winning combination of great production, uh, you, you, t- you can hear her smiling while she's singing that song, you know? You know how sometimes you can be on the phone with someone or you can listen to a song and you can, when someone's smiling, you can hear it? I, I feel like she's just having so much fun singing that song. So uh, it definitely, it comes across in that music and it's just such a great song, which is why it set off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. I am DJ CZG123 in the place to be and you are right now listening to the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. The internet's only radio program which spans all different genres of music. I refuse to stick to just one genre of music. So get used to it and subscribe. As you know, you can listen to this radio show on most every major podcast platform. You can also visit czg123.blogspot.com, listen to the show's 
there. The episodes and everything else are there, as well as my articles about music. And uh, you can feel free to send messages. You can also, speaking of messages, feel free to call 213-839-9830. Leave messages there, including any requests you may have. Uh, so yeah, here I am bickering about what to watch. I don't know what I'm going to watch. I, I never know what I'm going to watch. And sometimes it gets hard for me to figure out what to listen to. You know, it's funny when you figure out, when you're trying to f- figure out what you want to listen to, you know, sometimes you want to, oh, I want to, but so, so you go through your music collection, you know, be it digital or vinyl or cassette, CD, whatever you, you got, eight track. Yeah. I, they're just, I, once again, there's so many choices. Uh, but what's really interesting is like, I find, you know, I guess with movies and television, you know, with both forms of entertainment, right? Music and uh, movies, you know, performance, performances, I guess, and theater, whatever. You have to be in a particular mood, no matter what. Like, you have to be in a particular mood if you want to hear a certain album or song or artist, yeah? If if you want to watch a documentary or a TV show, you have to be in a certain mood. Like, maybe this is too dark. Maybe this is too... Uh, you know, too comedic for me right now. I don't really want to watch this rom-com. Uh, but what's, uh, what I find, for me at least, is when it comes to music, while sometimes it is difficult for me to figure out in the moment what I want to listen to, I can easily get distracted, and I don't mind. I'll put it on. So if, I, if I'm like, oh, yeah, I can listen to this right now. I can listen to some Nick Lowe. Like, that'd be really cool. Uh, suddenly I find myself listening to... Huey Lewis in the news, or if I want to listen to Some Day Lost Soul, I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard Balloon Mind State in a while. I'm going to put this on. Oh my God, here's this uh, Paul Simon album. You know, here's Graceland. I'm going to listen to Graceland instead. It's it's so much easier, I find, for me to make decisions and fall into them. You see, like, I'll put on a movie that I kind of want to watch, but not really. Maybe I'm not in the mood, but I'll be like, ah, you'll be fine. You know, you're watching, you'll get into But, like, it's easy for me to just, like, stop it. You know, I'll stop it and be like, eh, and then I can start something else. You can do that with music, too, but I find, like, no matter what I put on, it's I'll leave it alone because I'll there are going to be other songs. It's just weird, right, how, like, these forms of entertainment, like, affect us so much on an emotional level, uh, including our, emo- like, what what are our emotions at the time that will enable us to decide what we're going to listen to or what we're going to watch but point being i guess what i'm getting at is with music it's a lot easier for me to choose than you know say looking at hulu and and spending three hours trying to figure out which two-hour movie i'm gonna watch <laughs> i i'm i'm i have no idea why i'm complaining i just like is this a rant am i compl- i don't I hope i'm not complaining i hope you don't feel like i'm complaining i'm not complaining at all i'm believe me I'm, you know, we're blessed to have so much at our disposal, especially now more than ever. You can, you can watch anything you want. You can listen to anything you want these days. You know, it wasn't that easy back in, back in the day. So uh, I'm so grateful for that. But at the same time, more content, more problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope so, because I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying. Thank you so much for listening. I really thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, And again, please share this program with your friends. Tell them uh, it's the coolest thing you've ever heard. And um, I'm going to uh, close out this episode with uh, this last Rainbow Flipper musical explosion right here. 
Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll be back after the uh, smoke has cleared. My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you.
It seems like years since it's been clear. Oh, here goes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say, it's all right. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, and I say it's all right. It's all right. No, 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 no. It's all right. Yes, Richie Havens from his album Alarm Clock covering the Beatles. Here comes the sun. Wow. Richie Havens, born in 1941 in New York City, passed away 2013, 10 years ago at the age of 72 in Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, his cover of this song is really awesome. I mean, I really admire when recording artists and bands are able to uh, cover a song and just kind of make it their own. And that's, Richie Havens really has a whole career of doing that, of covering songs and just utterly making them his own. Um, so yeah, he uh, hung out a lot uh, in his early life in Greenwich Village. Got used to uh, playing, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the folk scene. Um, worked with a lot of people including uh, producers. And um, he actually put... It's really funny because one of his his first uh, recordings are with Verve Folkways, which later would become Verve Forecast uh, label. And um, Bob Dylan's manager, Albert Grossman, actually became his um uh manager he signed on with him and uh verve put out mixed bag which was a such it's such a great richie uh havens album um and there's a track on there called handsome johnny which is actually co-written by havens and lou gossett jr (laughs) awesome right look the actor lou gossett jr sat down with richie havens and and wrote handsome johnny and uh, on that album, he also covers Bob Dylan's Just Like a Woman. So, uh, you know, he he's really great, uh, just such a talent. Um, and, and in 1968, he had an album come out called Something Else Again, which was his first album to hit the Billboard charts. Uh, Here Comes the Sun, Richie Havens, incredible. Before that, you heard a track from Dark Side of the Moon, Known as uh, what is it? Breathe in the air. What are the what are the hippies singing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Breathe and then in parentheses in the air. Now you know, on the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, I love songs that have parentheses in them, parentheticals. So that's breathe parentheses in the air. You know, that's a song that the title could have just, they didn't need the parentheses. It could have just been Breathe in the Air. But, you know, that's Pink Floyd for you. Dark Side of the Moon, of course, is a huge, huge album and success for 
Pink Floyd. Uh, it came out in 1973, and um, holy cow. That was actually their eighth album, and there are some, uh, you know, they, uh, on the album and some of the lyrics, lyrically, they, they talk about Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett was actually one of the founding fathers of Pink Floyd, along with Roger Waters, but really it's Sid Barrett's kind of baby. And uh, Sid Barrett took too much acid. And you know, those early Pink Floyd albums are incredible, just so creative, so uh, experimental and psychedelic. And that's a lot of that is from Sid Barrett. And Sid Barrett's solo work, I have to say, is just out of this world. It's, it's, it's otherworldly. And um, sadly, the guy just took way too much acid. And the rest of his life was basically spent living at his mom's house, uh, just checking the mail. Uh, you know, uh, his brain was just so damaged. So by the time Dark Side of the Moon, they're working on it, they, they you know, lyrically, they just kind of bring in some, you know, they mention him, kind of, but not by name. Uh, for instance, I, can't, I, you know, I think of the track, uh, the last track on, uh, on Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, what's the name of that track? Um, this is gonna kill me. Um, 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 it's, you know, uh, uh, Eclipse. Brain damage? Brain damage. Brain damage. Um, uh, brain damage really, I feel, is... Sp that, that song is definitely specifically about Sid Barrett, if you listen to the lyrics. Uh, especially the line, and if the band you're in starts playing different tunes, I'll see you on the dark side of the moon, uh, is a reference to, it came to a point, uh, one of their live shows, Sid Barrett just kept playing one note over and over and over and over and over again. And the band was just like, what is going on, man? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, where are you? And he didn't know what songs he had written. He didn't under, he didn't know what songs they were gonna do, like what their sets were. And it was just like such a sad uh, fading for for such a brilliant songwriter and musician. So yeah, that that a lot of this album uh, reflects their experiences uh, working with and um, being with Sid Barrett. So that is Breathe in the Air, uh, great song. It's actually been covered by the band Local H. Uh, I think they're from Philly, the two-piece band Local H. Uh, they do a really great uh, electric, like hard uh, version of that. Uh, but I just, I love that song. I think it's so really peaceful and I love how it starts with that like kind of manic, like, you know, everything's going on and screaming and then it just kind of, you just kind of, Ah, like just float away. And uh, it's a reminder that, you, you know, we have to breathe. You got to breathe. Breathe in the air. And then before that, you heard Crosstown Traffic initially, uh, or rather say originally, uh, composed and performed and written by Jimi Hendrix. But that was a cover by Phil Upchurch. Uh, Phil Upchurch is uh, 82 years old, God bless him, from Chicago, Illinois. And uh, he's a jazz and uh, blues man uh, by trade. He's worked with everyone from the Dells to Curtis Mayfield, 
Um, boy, he's been all over the place. He's recorded so much music. He's uh, He was actually the house guitarist of uh, Chess Records. So he would do, once again, a studio musician like Booker T and the MGs, he, he would just uh, back up Howlin' Wolf, Muddy Waters, like just incredible talent, artists, Cannonball Adderley, you know what I'm saying? Grover Washington Jr., John Lee Hooker, Donny Hathaway. I mean, this guy's literally worked with everyone. It's just incredible. So, yeah, that's his uh, really cool sort of trip jazz version of Crosstown Traffic, which is just uh, uh, illustrates and, and paints. Uh, Let's you know. I was gonna say paints, but it doesn't really paint a picture of his of his talent. It just uh, it reeks and oozes of his talent. That song, the fact that he's able to once again uh, make a cover, take a song, cover it, and make it his own, which he has certainly done there. And then starting off that Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, we heard "I Only Have Eyes for You," a song composed by Harry Warren with lyrics by Al Dubin. Uh, and it was originally written for a movie called Dames, which came out in 1934. And uh, later, it uh, was recorded by the Flamingos, which is the version we heard. Uh, that's the most popular version. Uh, later, it would be covered again by Art Garfunkel. Without Paul Simon, just Art Garfunkel on his solo album. Uh, the Flamingos uh, recorded that in 1959. Um, the B side to that 45, incidentally, is um, what is it now? <laughs> Good night, sweetheart. Um, so yeah, the flamingos. You know, that's like you know, doo-wop. It's like that whole cool doo-woppy era. And actually, that's towards the end, I guess, of doo-wop because it came out in 1959, 58. So doo-wop was really big the beginning of the 50s, mid 50s. So you know, this is like kind of the tail end, yeah, of the. Uh, doo-wop scene uh, but this song reached number 11 on the US Billboard Hot 100 and number 3 on the Billboard Hot R&B chart and uh, it's been used in commercials and in movies and everything else uh, just a great great tune um, it was also covered by The Letterman if you guys know that group The Letterman Another uh, big vocalist group from the late 50s. And uh, that about does it. That was a uh, really cool Rainbow Flipper musical explosion, explosion right there. And uh, that's the end of the program uh, for this episode of the Rainbow Flipper musical explosion. I want to thank you all so much for listening. I am DJ CZG123 in the place to be. Please visit CZG123.blogspot.com where you can enjoy this show and all the episodes on the Embedded Radio Player, as well as check out articles I've written. You can also subscribe and follow on most major podcast platforms. So do subscribe and do tell your pals to tune in, listen, and uh, in future episodes, we will return to the Why Music segment, uh, as well as Who's Better Than Who Are The Doors, The Doors Are The Who. Um, and yeah, again, really, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the explosions today and these tunes going all over the place. Love it. And um, I think uh, from all the explosions that occurred on this episode, the takeaway that I really have is uh, breathe. 
You have to breathe in the air. Sometimes you just have to stop the noise and just relax and breathe. You, you have to, because you know sometimes we forget to breathe. I know that sounds really weird, but it's true. And the more that we can focus on our breathing, just for like five minutes, just like sit down, just shut everything out, just put yourself aside, get away from everyone and everything, and just sit down and breathe. Just concentrate on your breathing and trust me, because this is something I've been doing lately. It really helps, it really helps, and our brains need that oxygen. So it's kind of like a nice little brief reboot, reset to our system, to our brain, to everything, and it just helps put you in the moment. Especially when you're focusing on your breath, you're there, you're, there's, you're, you're so present, you're in that moment. You don't have to think about anything else. Don't even think about what's making you sit down and having to take a breath, like ignore it. Just focus on breathing. And um, trust me, it'll help. Along with music, listen to lots of music while breathing. Breathe in the music.